Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I would like to read from the book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verses 2 to 3. Isaiah, chapter 45. Verses 2 to 3. Okay. The Bible says, This is a promise of the Lord Almighty toward His children. I will go before you. I mean God. God will go before you and will level the mountains. What are the mountains? The mountains are the obstacles, the problems in life, whatever that is blocking us, the mountains. God say, I will go before you. Thank God when I came to America many years ago, God came before me. He is in front of me. And whatever mountains in my life, He will remove them from me so that I can be successful in the U.S. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. Gates of bronze. At that generation, the Jewish people were fighting against evil people, wicked countries who were against God. And their city have gates. The gates are not made by wood, but by metal. And God said, I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. When we think about bars of iron, we think about the jail. Is that right? We are put in jail, in bondage. I will give you, this is a promise of God, I will give you the treasures of darkness, which means that the treasures that come from the world, darkness is the world. The kingdom of darkness control the world right now. So God going to put treasure in our hand, the treasure from the world, riches store in secret places. The money will come in for, from secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. I would like to talk about breaking down the gates of bronze. Our God is not only the Father. Our God is not only the provider. He is not only the shepherd who takes care of us. He is not only the creator of the whole universe. When you read the Bible carefully, you can see that he is also the commander of the army. He helped us to fight the battle. I'm not talking about fighting between countries like America and China, no. I'm talking about the spiritual battle. We are living in the world with spiritual battle. Satan is real. Evil spirits are real. If you tell me evil spirits are not real, it's too late. Oh, I've cast out thousands of demons in my life. One time I went to on the west side of Thailand and one lady came into the meeting. I did not know her very well. When I lay hand on her, demons come out and keep coming out, keep coming out. And she tried to fight with me and after she gets set free, she told me that these demons tell her to go to the top of the building 
and jump out of the building to kill herself. The demons of suicidal. This demon controlled her for a long time. But thank God, God kept his promise in the book of Isaiah. He said he's going to be for you and will break down gates of bronze and also cut through bars of iron. What are the bars of iron? What are the gates of bronze? We are not going out to fight in any country. We are not talking about the natural battle here. We are talking about spiritual battle. That some Christians, some people are behind the gates of bronze. They are bounded by the enemy. They are in prison of their spiritual life, of their financial life. And God said he's going to break down the bars of iron that hold you back. Many of us live in bondage and live in defeat because we have been bowed by the enemy. And God said he wants to set us free. Thank God. He is the God of freedom. He wants to pull down all those bars and the gates of bronze. I give you an example. When you look around you and look at yourself, you can see that so many people have been bowed or have been arrested or captive, captured into the problem, such as addictions. Some people are addicted to gambling, smoking, drinking alcohol. Some people are addicted to movies or to games. So many people live in addictions and their life cannot go anywhere because they are bound by addictions or by lack. Some people never make it. They just get into debt, poverty, lack. They don't have enough. Like month by month, the income come in and they don't have enough left over to do any good things. They are living in poverty. So many people are bound in poverty. And some people are bound in depression. They're depressed. They're going to smile. They're so pessimistic. The world is so negative. Everything. They look at life in a negative way. Or some people have self-pity. Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not that important. I cannot make it. I'm going to live in mediocrity. I'm going to live in failure. Oh, my life is terrible. Some people are bound by bitterness. They have bitterness against people. Or in the insecurity, the bars of insecurity, feel insecure. Or some people are bound in the jealousy, in anger, short-tempered, loving money, loving the world. If you notice yourself and you notice people around you, you notice a lot of people are living in bondage. Is that right? How many people have been set free from certain bondages? Yes, me too. I have sickness, bondage, or some bad attitude, or some bad habits. So we all grow up with some bondage in our life. But God say, I'm going to set you free. And many bondages and many problems in our life have come down from generations to generations to generations. Uh, I know that my previous generations, like my grandfather, great-grandfather, they have problem with family. All of them 
were not faithful to their wife, to their spouse. So it's terrible. When I was growing up, I have this bombarded me all the time. The idea of uh, not faithful to my future family. But thank God Jesus set me free from that idea. I don't have that idea anymore. It's all gone from my life because that problem keeps coming down from generation to generation. If you notice a lot of things that your parents are doing, you're doing the same thing. Because if they are in certain bondage, some parents are depressed. The kids are depressed. If you notice, if parents are addicted to alcohol, the kids, the grandkids all drink alcohol. It's the bars of the bondage that come down from generation to generation to generation. And sometimes we just feel that, oh, I just accept this. This is my lot of life. This is the way I am. My parents drink alcohol, I drink alcohol. They are short temper. they yell at each other all the time. After you get married, you yell at each other. You do the same thing like your, your ancestors because that bondage keeps coming down into you. And you feel that I'm stuck. I cannot be free from this. I don't know about you, but for me, I understand very well about this thing that the negative things follow me into my life from my parents and my grandparents and great-grandparents. They're from China. So all the negative things from China came into me. I grew up in Thailand, but I have a lot of bondages in my life. John chapter 8, verse 36, Jesus said, Therefore, if the Son, capital S, means Jesus, makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Jesus wants to break down the gates of bronze. He wants to cut through the bars of iron. He wants to give us freedom from negative things in our life. And it's good to cut it down and destroy it now so that we can pass the good things to the next generation. I noticed that my two daughters and my son, they live life better than me. They don't have a lot of junk that I have when I was a young boy or young man at all. Because I put a stop in my generation. I turn my life to Jesus Christ and I say, I don't want the bad stuff from my generation anymore. So I say, God, set me free. Burn all those things out of me. Renew my mind by, by your word. The Holy Spirit with the power of resurrection, tear down all the bondage, get rid of the chains in my life, the shackles in my life, the jokes on my neck. I want God to set me free so that my next generation will be free as well, that I will not pass the negative things on my next generation. Thank God, God answered my prayer that my two daughters also marry Christians whose father really loved God. I thank God my first son-in-law, his dad is also a surgeon like me. And his dad really loved God. The mom and the dad loved God. So he came into my family, married my daughter with good background. This man so generous and so kind and so loving to my daughter. And the second son-in-law also, actually, 
His dad is a minister. So thank God, God answered my prayer that both of them marry very good men into their life. So now I pray for my son that he's gonna marry a godly woman. So I believe God gonna answer my prayer too. We want to build a good generation after generation. The generation that have been set free from the bondages. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 say, So Christ has truly set us free. Truly set us free. Free from what? Free from that mountain, from that bondage, from the bad habits, from addiction, from poverty, from poor mentality, from doubt, from negativity, mediocrity, from all the problem in our life. God wants us to be like Him. We are the children of the King of all kings. He wants us to be holy. He wants us to be rich. He wants us to be successful because our God, the Father, is the King of all kings. Is that right? He wants us to be full of joy, full of peace, full of faith, not to be negative. So He set us free. Now make sure that you stay free. Do you want to stay free? I want to stay free. I don't want to be in bondage. I don't want to go back to the bondage again. And don't get tied up against in slavery to the law, which means that we are not living by the law, but we are living by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit keeps us free. The Bible says when the Spirit keeps us free, we can free to be free to serve the Lord. That's why I love the presence of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit set us free. And we want to set our brother and sister free from all the bondages of addiction, of the struggling in their life, or any negative things. That's why I love to see Holy Spirit touch people, set people free, and so that they can pass the good things to the next generation. We want to be free indeed. There is a story in the Bible. That story is amazing. I think many of you have watched the movie called The Ten Commandments. Actually, the movie Ten Commandments came from the Bible. It's the, the, this is a real story. The archaeologists found the tablet of stone that the Egypt wrote about Moses, about the king of Egypt. They found the chariots in the bottom of the Red Sea because the chariot went through the Red Sea according to the Bible. The story of the Jewish people in that generation was that they were slaves in Egypt for 400 years. Wow, can you imagine? You work for free. You live in a poverty. You are under slavery. And the Pharaoh is symbolic of Satan. The Jewish people are symbolic of Christians today. And Moses is the type of Jesus Christ. God used Moses like Jesus Christ is used by God, the Son of God, to set us free from the bondage of Satan. And God set the children of Israel free from the bondage in Egypt. He performed signs and wonders again and again and again. And when they came to the Red Sea, God split the Red Sea and they walked through the Red Sea. Wow, God performed so many miracles to set them free. Let me read the story about these Hebrew people. 
who was set free from the bondage. And the Lord, Exodus chapter 3, 7 to 9. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. God came down from heaven and performed signs and wonders to deliver the Hebrews out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, capital M, me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. God is a God of deliverance. Our God is a God of freedom. He can go before us. He can really perform miracle to set us free from bondage, from chains, shackles, and also from jokes on our neck. He wants us to be free indeed so that we can serve Him. And we can pass that freedom into our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. So do you believe God has power to set us free? I don't know your life very well. I don't want to know either because not, not my business. But God knows about your life. Some of you may have a lot of money. You may be successful in your job and you may be good looking and you seem to be happy and you have good money. But deep inside, you may have something that bowed you. You are in certain bondage that you don't even know. So God can still set you free. God can help you. Only God knows what is going on in your life. I don't know. And you know that you struggle with something. You know, some men struggle with pornography. Uh, some people struggle with addiction. I have seen people who really struggle with alcoholism, with certain things that no one can help them, only God. Deuteronomy 26, 7 to 9, Then we cried out to the Lord, the Jews say, I cried out to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and outstretched arm, with great terror and with miraculous signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. What is that land? The promised land. The promised land is a type of the super abundant life that we live in so much peace, prosperity, happiness, joy, love. We are living in the spacious land. We are living in prosperity, in mind, in emotion, in finances, in relationship, happy home, happy marriage. The whole home is full of peace and joy. God wants to take us to that land. But He has to take us out from the hand of Satan. That's why we need to give our life to Jesus Christ. God can help us only when we cry out to Him and say, Help me, Lord. Lord Jesus, You are my Lord. You are the God who is go before me. 
and you shall pull down the gates of bronze, and you cut through the iron, the bars of iron. I can be free indeed. I learned something from God that God always takes us higher and higher. It's wonderful to remember the victories that we have 10 years ago. It's good to remember the victories in life that happened five years ago. But I tell you, victories come again and again. God wants us to give us new victory. God wants to give us new breakthroughs in life. Where did it come from? What I say? Isaiah 42, 8-9 I am the Lord that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carve images. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. God say, I want to give you new things, new victories, new breakthroughs, new level. God wants us to go higher and higher. That's why God compares us to an eagle. An eagle fly. Eagle is the bird that flies the highest among all the birds. They could fly over the storm in the world. The storm here, they fly higher than the storm. So we are called eagles. We can go higher and higher in life that the storm of life cannot destroy us anymore. We live above the storm of life, but not by our own strength, but by the power of God, by the grace of God. Isaiah 43 verse 19, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Everyone say, a new thing. A new victory. A new breakthrough. I believe that you shall experience this. Every year, some new thing happen. Some new victory. Amen? Don't just live in the past. God has some things in store for you in the future. Something new is going to happen. Great things are going to happen. So have faith. Our God is a God of victory. A new victory. And new things all the time. Do you believe that? Every day, every year, I am excited. I know today something good is going to happen. I know this year something new is going to happen. And God really make it happen. Something new happens all the time. Good things happen all the time. He is doing new things all the time in my life. And it's so wonderful. How can you get that? You must have faith. You must believe that God can do for you. You must obey the Lord. You must live a life of obedience. Read the book of Psalms, chapter 81, verses 10 to 14. Read it carefully. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. He is the God who brought you out of the hand of Satan, out of hell, out of darkness, out of sickness, poverty, bondage, the iron bars, and the gates of bronze. He took us out from failure, from defeat, from mediocrity, from bad things. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. In other words, receive it from God. Don't fight. 
open your mouth. I came to Colorado, Colorado every time. I have to open my mouth wide because so much good Thai food here. <laughs> If I don't open my mouth, I cannot enjoy it. So I have to open my mouth wide in Colorado. <laughs> every time I left Colorado, I boast in my church. Wow, the food is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. God gonna fill you with good things. What you need to do, you receive by faith. You believe and you receive. But okay, but now I don't like the word but actually. But my people would not heed my voice, and Israel would have none of me. So God talk about that the first generation of the Jews who rebel against God. Who did not want to hear from God, did not want to obey God, and they got into trouble. They could not enter the promised land. They died in the wilderness. That generation, but the next generation, Joshua and Caleb, they believe, they have faith, and they obey God. What happened? The next generation of the Jews. So I gave them over to their own stubborn heart to walk in their own counsel. This is the way of God. God give us free will. If we are stubborn, we're gonna do our own things. We don't want to believe in God. We don't care what God says. Okay, I give you your life to that direction. It's your own problem. I cannot force you. You're gonna face problem because you're so stubborn. I know so many Christians who are stubborn and do bad things, and eventually they got into big trouble. They ran back to church and come to tell me, Pastor, I'm sorry. I learned a lesson. I faced a big problem. I reap what I sow because I commit sin, because I'm so rebellious. I face problem, and now I come back to God. I want God to forgive me. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. The key is listen to God and walk in His way. If you want to enter the promised land, you need to submit to God. And listen to God and obey Him. I would soon subdue the enemies and turn my hand against their adversary. God say, if you really obey God, you submit to God. God gonna fight the battle for you. Your enemies, your adversary, shall walk away from you. They will run away from you seven directions. They may come to you one direction, that they will run away. From you, seven directions. Do we face bad people in the world that try to destroy us? At one time, I was helping a man. He was about 65 years old. He had problem with his neck, so I operated on him. The surgery went well. Nothing wrong happened in the surgery at all. But he woke up next morning. Not that evening. Surgery was done one morning. Next morning, he woke up and he got a stroke. He got stroke in his brain, which is not my fault. After a few months, a lawyer sent a letter to me. We want to rip you off. We want to take you home. You have to pay millions of dollars. We're gonna sue you because your patient got a stroke the next day. Wow, that's not fun to read. How how many people got letter from lawyer? It's not fun <laughs> at all. <laughs> Especially the letter say. We're gonna rip you off. You you have to sell your house, millions of dollars. 
we pray, God, I have been obeying you, I have been serving you. I did nothing wrong against this patient. I tried to help him, but unfortunately, he's an old man. He get a stroke the next morning, but he blamed me. So it kept going. I have to meet my lawyer on my uh, malpractice insurance. I met and talked about the case, and and the other side tried to send me to. I already set up the date for the court. I think November. This is many years ago, maybe eight, ten years ago. November, the whole month, I cannot practice. I need to go to court. And normally, I did not pick up the phone call when the number I don't know. Normally, I don't. So I keep praying, God, this is not fair to me. I did not do anything wrong and have to go to court. Seven days before the court case, before I went to court, I got a phone call 8 a.m. in the morning. The number I did not know. God said, pick it up right now. I said, oh, no, I don't like to pick this up. I pick it up. Hello, this is Mr. So-and-so. You remember me? I said, I don't know you. I'm your lawyer. I'm your defense lawyer. Oh, okay, how are you doing? And the defense lawyer say, I have a good news. They back off. The case was canceled. Hallelujah. I did not have to go to court. God answered my prayer. He fight the battle for me. He protects me. Because I obey Him and I live a life of submission to Him. My brother and sister, God is on our side when we believe in Him, when we obey Him. This life full of battles, full of wars, full of bad people who want to attack us and take advantage of us and steal from us and get our money, destroy our family. So many things going on. Sickness and disease, I think you see pandemic, you already know. COVID-19 is not our friend at all. But in order to be protected, to be free from the death of COVID-19, we need to be under the protection of God. Amen? Amen. How many people believe that God can really tear down the bars of iron for you? How many people believe that God can set you free from any bad things in your life? God can give you freedom. God can... Break down the gates of bronze for you. He can remove the chains from your life. He can destroy the yokes on your neck. Anything that comes down from generation to generation, that pass into you, He can destroy them. He can get rid of them from your life. But after we are free, what should we do? Let me read the last scripture here. Colossians chapter 1, 10 to 14. This is the way we should live after God graciously set us free. We ask this so that you will live the kind of lives that prove you belong to the Lord. Then you will want to please Him in every way as you grow in producing every kind of good work by this knowledge about God. In NIV say, And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Go back to verse 11 in good word translation. We ask Him to strengthen you by His glorious might, with all the power you need to patiently endure everything with joy. You will also thank the Father who has made you able to share the light which is what God's people inherit. 
God has rescued us from the power of darkness and has brought us into the kingdom of His Son, whom He loves. His Son paid the price to free us. Everyone say, free. free. Who paid the price? Jesus. Jesus took the bad things of the cross. He suffered. He shed His blood. He died. He got whipped. He got spit on. The crowd of thorn on His head. He suffered everything. He took all the bad things on his life, on his body, so that we can be free. This exchange, I preach a sermon series called Unreasonable Exchange. God took bad stuff from us and offered us good things. Unreasonable exchange. The Bible says, on the cross, Jesus became poor. That few hours on the cross, he has no money, has no water to drink, no food to eat. He became poor so that we might be rich. At the cross, he became sick, so that we can be healed. At the cross, he received our sin, so that he can offer us righteousness. At the cross, he took our curses that come from generation, so that we can have the blessing of God. So all the bad things came on Jesus at the cross. And we can receive good things from the Heavenly Father, from heaven. And that is my 40 years of experience. After I become a Christian, God give good things to me. God break the bondage in my life. God give me freedom, peace, and joy, and success in everything. Yes. Amen? Yes. I have gone through the chapter of my life now. I finished my medical practice and retired. But thank God I ended very well. No Legal action, my reputation in Seattle was, has been very good. People know me that I'm a good neurosurgeon. I ended well, not because I'm a great guy, don't take me wrong, because of the grace of God. He gave me success. Amen? And that blessing goes down to my family too. My son-in-law get promoted to be the, one of the directors of T-Mobile. Wow, he got promoted because the whole family loved God. Another son-in-law got promoted to be the chief of the hospitalist in the hospital. Within one year, he got out to work. He became the boss in the whole hospital. Is that a blessing? It's the supernatural favor from God. Why? Because God is faithful. When the dad and the mom decided to obey God, the blessing of Abraham flow into the next generation. I want to see our brother and sister experience that blessing, that freedom. And after we receive that blessing, what should we do? The Bible says, we should lead the kind of life that proves you belong to the Lord and want to please Him. In other words, I want to live a righteous and holy life. I don't want to cheat anybody. I don't want to take advantage of anybody. When people look at me and my wife, look at all of you, they see God in you. They see that you are so kind, generous, faithful. You're so happy. God's favor is on you. God loved you. They see God through you. You are godly people. You are not a 
lazy employee of the company. You don't take advantage of the company. You work hard. Your boss loves you. The boss gives you favor because you are godly people. You pay God back what He did for you by living a godly life. That people will glorify God through you. When people look at you, they will not put thumb down. They put the thumb up and say, "Wow, believers, disciples of Jesus Christ are very good people. They're faithful. They work hard. They're not selfish. They are not greedy. They're really generous people. They're kind to me. They forgive me. They're so good to me. To believe that way." So, in conclusion, in this teaching, we learn that God is able to set us free from any bondage, any type of bondage. He can set us free, and we can be free indeed, and we can be free to serve the Lord. He is powerful, and when we have freedom, that freedom, that blessing will go down to the next generation. To the next generation, parents, you must start a new generation in your life. You don't want that the messy thing from your parents and your great grandparents to come to you and go down to your children. You must stop it by giving your life to Jesus Christ, by believing in His power, allowing His Word and His Spirit to work in your life, so that you can start a new generation of the Promised Land. Of the success of godliness, holiness, and righteousness, and a new generation of the blessing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many people believe this will happen to you? Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people want to see freedom in your life more? Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let us pray together. Follow my prayer, Father in heaven. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You're the God of Moses. You set the Hebrews free from the bondage of slavery in Egypt. You are the God of freedom. You have power to make the mountains flat, to break down the gates of bronze, and cut through the bars of iron. You, Lord, give me victory, freedom to do good things. Oh Lord, I believe. The bad things that come down to me from generations must be removed by your power from my life, and I can be blessed by your hand, and the blessing will go down to the thousand generations. We promise you, Lord. We're gonna live a life worthy of the gospel. We will be good people, good citizens, 
faithful, loyal, righteous, kind, loving, merciful, generous, helpful, serving. We will be the blessing, Lord, to the world, to the community around us, Lord. Use us, Lord, to be Your hands, Your eyes, Your mouth, Your feet, Lord. We want to represent You on earth. You pour Your blessing upon us, so that Your blessing will flow through us, Lord, to other people, and Your name shall be glorified. Many. Will come to you and experience your goodness. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.